Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program, officially on the boards now. Remember, we are two million podcast downloads strong. Join our army. Go wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just search for Wendy Bell Radio. Get it on your device. Like, follow, share. Give us a five-star review. We're so appreciative that you're part of our family. You know, as a member of the media, and I started off back in the 90s, in college and graduate school at the University of Missouri, Worked for the NBC station in Columbia, Missouri. It's part of the protocol, part of the curriculum. Bounced to national television with Inside Edition's sister show called American Journal. Got a job on television, local television for NBC in St. Louis. Came to Pittsburgh, worked for ABC here. And then got fired. Got fired for telling the truth about a bloodbath, a massacre, a black-on-black massacre in which six of my neighbors were gunned down in a backyard barbecue. Now, look, I believe that we should support anybody who's willing to tell the truth. And I think that firing back in 2016, I think it was, opened up so many doors for me and opened up my eyes. Because there is a real desire out there and it is dark to tell you how things are. And you know better because you see it, you feel it, you hear it, you know it. And we've been almost scared into silence. Some of us have. I have not. Because it makes me angry. And when I see people in my chosen field who suck, who are corrupt, who are lousy journalists, who long ago stopped thinking critically who don't care about editorial objectivity, who aren't looking for the truth, they're looking to push a narrative. It makes me angry. And I take some semblance of delight when I see them struggle with their ratings as more and more people are turning turning them off. 
There are other voices out there, though, and we have found them. And Tucker Carlson went through something very similar, but on a much bigger scale. His wasn't racially motivated. His firing. His firing was motivated by wanting to expose the truth about January 6th. Now, anytime you're not allowed to ask questions, you know exactly what is going on. And I'm exceedingly disappointed and disgusted in the media today. So they sit down tonight, six o'clock. It's supposedly a couple hours going to be free. Everybody can watch it. You should. We all should. Yesterday, though, freaking out on the left, just freaking out over this idea that Tucker Carlson should go and ask Vladimir Putin questions. So his idea is you should know as much as you can about the man, the country, the war, all of it. Not from the media, because you can't trust them. But from the man himself. And then once you hear, you decide. That is freedom. That is what these people on the left fear the most. I want you to hear (laughs) Hillary Clinton. You got to get her out tales from the crypt or wherever you got her. (laughs) She's going to come out and she's going to try to belittle Tucker Carlson. She's going to try to demean him. And she's going to expose herself as being very uh, frightened uh, about what's going to come out tonight. And it sounds very petty. It is petulant. And it underscores why I say without equivocation, Hillary Clinton is just gross. Go. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview because through him, he can, you know, continue to lie about what his, you know, objectives are in Ukraine and, and uh, you know, what he expects to see happen. It's really quite sad that not just somebody like Tucker Carlson, who has, as I said, been fired so many times because he seems <laughs> unable to, you know, correlate his uh, reporting with the truth. Um, wow. But also because... He, it's a sign that there are people in this country right now who are like a fifth column for Vladimir Putin. And why? I don't know. I mean, why are certain Republicans throwing their lot in? Why are, you know, other Americans basically believing uh, Putin? Why did Trump believe Putin more than our 11 intelligence agencies? Hmm, I don't know. Do you have a working I theory? Do you have a working theory? Isn't that gross? It's just gross. I, I don't know what other word to say. See, because Hillary never went and talked to Vladimir Putin. She hasn't asked him those questions. She has no idea what she's talking about. She's covering up what she wants covered up. That the United States and the role they have in this war is disgusting. And they want it to continue. And they need it to continue. And they need you to spend more money on it. Because nothing makes money quite like war. So who cares if hundreds of thousands of people are wiped out in the process? That's gross. 
And she says again and again, he's been fired so many times. You know what, friends? Rush Limbaugh was fired seven times. I've been fired three. I'm almost halfway there. It is not a black eye. It is a necessary form of development and growth. And so for Hillary to say that, Hillary who lost two elections, so I'm not sure she should really be throwing stones, right? <laughs> and then who do you have next? Oh, mouthpiece of the administration who's going to circle back, Jen Pasake. Let's hear what she's going to say, all right? This is sad. Uh, it is predictable. And it too is gross. Go. Of course, Carlson is now just another far-right conspiracy peddler with a show on the internet. He's no longer on Fox, as we all know. And he's apparently been spending the last few days in Moscow for some reason. Who knows? We don't know why. He has to stay relevant somehow. So I guess we'll learn in the coming days. Not so sure Tucker needs to stay relevant, friend. Pretty sure that in the first 24 hours that he put out that little five-minute teaser beezer of why he went to Russia and why he wants you to pay attention has over 100 million views. That doesn't seem washed out. That doesn't seem like somebody who's trying to stay relevant. It sounds like somebody who's willing to travel, to spend his own money, to put it out there for everybody to hear so that we all remember what it's like to decide for ourselves. Here's a guy named Frank Figliuzzi. He's a former FBI assistant director for counterintelligence. He's on MSNBC. He is losing his mind. He's going to tell you in just a short little nutshell here all the various reasons why this is so dangerous. He cannot believe it. Vladimir Putin is the devil himself. Go. I think we need to put this interview in proper context, Alicia, even before we get to see it. Uh, we know some things. We know that Vladimir Putin has not had an interview, granted an interview with legitimate Western journalists for almost four years now. Because you suck. Tucker Carlson is neither a journalist uh, nor a reporter, but he has played one on TV. And now Putin has chosen him. So we know that Putin was a former KGB officer. He that means he does things when he knows the outcome. He does things with a purpose and a strategy. Mm. Therefore, we can conclude that he knows what the outcome will be here. He knows that he can play Tucker Carlson, who has already praised him effusively, both when he was on Fox and now on his ex uh, channel and videos. And it will be edited um, by both Carlson and by Putin. The Russian media is already fawning, fawning all over Carlson, following him around to restaurants and the ballet in Moscow during this visit. And they will use this interview on their own networks in Russia, showing clips of how lovely his visit was with Mr. Putin. Hey, Frank, have you ever talked to Vladimir Putin? Because I'm going to go with no, you haven't. And the reason why... Your network has not been granted an interview by the Russian president is because you suck. Why would anybody agree to sit down with you? Why? Because you don't listen. You propagandize. You want to control the story. And by the way, your butthurtness crybaby act, you're a grown man. Act like a man, Frank. Stop being such a sniveling little twit there. Talking on MSNBC about someone you've never met. You know nothing about. Well, that's your media. Those are your media hacks. Don't you want to hear from Tucker Carlson himself? 
why he went, what he hopes you get out of it. Well, I've got that teed up for you. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So you just heard from Hillary Clinton. Well, she's not talking to Putin. So what is she talking about? Tucker Carlson's washed out. He's a has-been. Nobody cares what he thinks. He's been fired multiple times. They think that that hurts us. It doesn't bother me. See, when you get to the point where the truth and your quest for it becomes bigger than your feelings... When you develop this invisible force field around you and you invite people to try to throw stones at you because you know you're on the right side, let me tell you, friends, it is an extraordinary emotion. It is so powerful. And he has it too. Bring it. So this is Tucker Carlson in his own words. Why am I doing this? Why why do I think it's important? Because we are not told the truth. We are lied to every damn day. And the insulting part about being lied to every damn day is they suck at it. And they expect you to let them get away with it. And I'm done. Here's Tucker. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Other than that, I have no idea why he went. It's succinct, it's factual, it's honest, and they can't stand it. Now, I remind you, and this is a headline that I dredged up from the Gateway Pundit, because I remember this, 2021. The NSA confirms that Tucker Carlson was unmasked while he was seeking an interview multiple years ago with Vladimir Putin. Rather than listening to what everybody says about Vladimir Putin, who he is, what he does, how he treats political opponents, how he manages the media, how he runs elections, how he rules the people of Russia, Tucker Carlson made that crazy decision to go find out for himself. NSA got onto it. Here's your story. 2021. Date on this, 
July 23rd, 2021. Earlier this month, Tucker Carlson revealed that he had information from a whistleblower that the NSA was spying on him. A couple weeks ago, Tucker told Fox Business that he was contacted by a journalist who informed him that the NSA leaked his emails to the media. They really didn't want him to talk. The point of the leaks is to get Tucker Carlson's highly popular Fox News show canceled, according to the whistleblower. They're not allowed to spy on American citizens, but they are, Tucker said, adding that it is shocking that he is being targeted for criticizing the Biden administration. Look around, friends. This is standard operating procedure. If they can roll into Mark Houck's front yard before the sun rises with a SWAT team of federal agents with long guns looking ready for a freaking war, all because they want to shake down a Catholic pro-life activist and send a message to his neighbors and to anybody else who might dare to stand up for their convictions? What do you suppose they would do to you? They've already thrown away hundreds of people. They got them snarled in some garbage story on January 6th, lied to you about every damn part of it, compensated Capitol Police officers of suck, people who were quote-unquote in, in Donald Trump's administration, so that they would lie under oath about what the president did that day. And with no concern at all. Convicted and imprisoned and led to the suicides of others who were involved on January 6th. These are not good people. Tucker Carlson is. And they can't stand it. All right, when we come back, On the Wendy Bell Radio program, what Russia said was really going on in Ukraine before they invaded. All right, let's go back to remember the facts next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends. So what is it that they are so worried about Vladimir Putin saying And you hearing. If you think about it, Vladimir Putin is kind of the Donald Trump of Europe. He's the one everybody wants to hate. All of the globalists, everybody who wants to sit on the throne with their magic wand and tell you how to behave and what to do. And not ask questions and not push back. And like that 15-minute city and say goodbye to your independence, right? They hate these two men. Now, if you listen to what... Vladimir Putin says in the transcribed interview, he's just a very common sense guy. He doesn't want to get involved in the politics of the United States. Tucker asks him about the, about the coming up, uh, upcoming election. And he's like, it's not our job to weigh in on that. We do not meddle. It is not place, my place to discuss. It is incumbent upon your country. But he says, I hope everybody at the end of it feels comfortable and confident in the result because everybody sees what's going on. Isn't that so funny? We are told that we're not allowed to see. We're not allowed to hear. 
the truth. And yet everybody on every other continent is looking at us and they're shaking their heads and they're saying, what, what a terrible shame. What a tragedy. Joe Biden has not spoken with Vladimir Putin, apparently, during his presidency, during Joe Biden's presidency. They've not had any communication. Don't you think if you were going to be getting involved in helping fund one side of a war, that you would probably be involved with the other side, too, at least in communication? I would. Wouldn't we all do everything we could to stop bloodshed, to stop the destruction of, of an entire country? Of course. So why not Joe Biden? And Vladimir Putin also says that he does not believe that Joe Biden is the one in charge. And that the people who are in charge are, in fact, his enemy, Putin's. That is a very intriguing comment. So let's go back in time. Putin was concerned about the manufacturing of bioweapons on his border. And he asked about that. What is going on with all of these biolabs in Ukraine, which are literally right on the border with Russia, and, and downwind of various schools and other factories and facilities that, quite frankly, he didn't want to have endangered by some kind of a biohazard or whatever. That's what he said. Who knows? So let's go back to October 2022. Russia, Putin took some steps to say to the U.N., hey, we're really worried about this. What's going on with these biolabs? And they sought a U.N. probe of claims on these Ukraine biolabs. Here's your headline from the AP. Russia is asking, actually, this is the story. Russia is asking the U.N. Security Council to establish a commission to investigate its claims that the United States and Ukraine are violating the convention prohibiting the use of biological weapons as a result of activities being carried out at biological laboratories in Ukraine. He says, hey, governing body, which we're a part of, right? Ukraine is not, but we are. We pay our dues. I want to know what's going on. Why would he do that? Because he's stupid? Because he's evil? Or because he saw what was going on? Do you want to know how many biolabs are, are there that we could find just this morning? Some names that you know of in Ukraine? And by the way, the United States, of course, said, no, no, no. We're not doing anything in biological laboratories, please. Well, then why is it that you have all these research facilities by big names such as IQVIA and Bayer, Nor Novo Nordisk, AstraZeneca, Sanofi, PPD, Johnson & Johnson, GlaxoSmithKline. All of these people, all of these companies have biolab facilities in Ukraine. So weird. Takeda Pharmaceuticals, Sineos Health, MSD, Roche, PRA Health Sciences, Paraxel. Sorry, I have no idea what these are. Faring Pharmaceuticals, Icon, Novartis, Merck, Sandoz International, Alcon. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. So you're going to tell me this is so weird coincidence that Ukraine, which is known for being one of the most corrupt areas on planet Earth, just so happens to have all of these great relationships with big pharma and all these bio labs all over the place where they're doing research on bad viruses. What? That's so weird. 
How do we know about that? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Do we want to also talk about the Biden family investment in Metabiota and what that has to do with EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak and Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill? It's almost like none of us were paying attention. Vladimir Putin asked the U.N., please investigate this. What is going on there? Well, what was the response? Establishment media. Here we go. NPR. What was their response to this? You got to love it. How the false Russian biolab story came to circulate among the U.S. far right. So what do they do? Vladimir Putin says something. He obviously is worried. We just did some investigating cursory. We found all these different pharma companies doing experiments right there in Ukraine. Right there, stones throw from Russia. U.S. comes out and says, no. We're not doing anything. NPR picks up the story. Propaganda wing of the left. Nope. How the false Russian biolab story came to circulate among the U.S. far right. It's not a far right conspiracy theory. We listened to what he said and said, well, why is he saying that? Why? Why would he ask about that? Why did he talk about Nazis before he went into Ukraine? He was warning us. He was telling us what was going on. So then how does the U.N. respond? They say, you know what? I don't think so. We know nothing. There's nothing going on in Ukraine. Headline from the United Nations dot com. Amazing dot org. I beg your pardon. United Nations not aware of any biological weapons programs in Ukraine. The United Nations lied to our faces. This was October of 2022. Okay, so let's go back. Why are there so many bio labs, Putin says. He goes to the UN. Please, I pay you. We contribute. Please investigate. This is not right. Press comes out. False news, fake news. UN comes out. We we have no evidence whatsoever. And then what happens? Victoria Newland. You know that name? She's now ambassador. And she is now the acting deputy secretary of state. She has failed upwards in her work meddling in the European nations. And she said this when asked about bioweapons labs in Ukraine. That the U.S. denied that the United Nations said it could find no evidence of. But Vladimir Putin said, got problems. They're right there. I can see them. Here's Victoria Newland. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, oh. which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. You guys remember that day in February? The day the invasion started? The burn pits? What, what, what was being burned? All over Ukraine. Victoria Newland just confirmed what our government had lied about, what the United Nations had lied about, what the media had lied about. 
And we're all supposed to sit here and wonder why Tucker Carlson would interview Vladimir Putin. And Putin would say, come on over. Because nobody else is telling the truth. And then what happened? June 14th, 2022. Headline from peoplesworld.org. After months of denial, U.S. admits to running Ukraine biolabs. So who's the bad guy here? Who's lying? Who's doing dirty crap they ought not be doing? Who's trying to gaslight the American people? Who's trying to demonize a man they've never met? And have certainly never spoken to. And now who's going after the messenger who dares to go and do the job of journalism? They are freaking out. Here's the story. This is the admitting. Yeah, actually... Yeah, we're actually doing stuff over there. But it's really, it's only bat stuff. Don't worry about it. It's only bat stuff. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Washington has been urged to come clean over its biolab program in Ukraine after the Department of Defense admitted its existence. The Pentagon said that it had operated 46, 46 biolabs in Ukraine. Handling dangerous pathogens. I'm sure it's nothing. I mean, like, whatever. After previously dismissing the charges as Russian propaganda. This is why no one trusts the media. And those who do are among that fringe group of progressive activist, socialist, Marxist, communist Democrats who are so far gone, their blinders are so strapped to the sides of their faces that they will die with the story. I just want to know the truth. Don't you? I want to read you this when we come back from this short break. I want to read you this story because this was not mainstream news here in the United States. It was not in USA Today. Leslie Stahl didn't go out to try to figure it out on 60 Minutes that the U.S. was operating and is still 46 biological labs in Ukraine. How dare they lie? With such brazen abandon. We'll pick up the story from there. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So why do you think Russia went into Ukraine? Because if you believe the media, it's because he's a monster. Wants to conquer their land. It's not dissimilar to the the fight going on between Palestine and Israel. Putin feels the way I'm sure Palestine has said it feels. That Israel was plopped down and gobbled up chunks of their land. And everybody was just supposed to go and coexist. And if you hear this interview tonight, Putin says, it's our land. We're taking it back. Basically what it is. 
But it's more than that. And you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to have heard about and be disturbed by news of human trafficking there. Specifically, child trafficking. This is going on before our eyes in the United States. So who is on the good side and who is in that access of evil? And how do you fit in all of this? Well, this story by peoplesworld.org that was written in June of 2022 comes clean that after months of denying it, the U.S. admitted to running Ukraine biolabs. How many times do these people get to lie before we wake up, before enough people wake up? And is tonight the awakening, the mass awakening? Is it the snap that gets people out of their, out of their slumber, out of their hypnosis? Washington has been urged to come clean over its biolab program in Ukraine after the Department of Defense admitted its existence. The Pentagon said that it had operated 46 biolabs in Ukraine, handling dangerous pathogens after previously dismissing the charges as Russian propaganda, i.e. we lied again to you. China had joined calls for the United States to explain the role and the capacity of the laboratories following the Pentagon's stunning reversal after months of denial. In March, leaked papers appeared to suggest that its operations in Ukraine were sensitive, while Kyiv was reportedly blocked from public disclosure about the program. Sounds like there's a lot more going on in Ukraine than a land battle. Those who had raised concerns over the presence of the biolabs have been dismissed as conspiracy theorists and accused of regurgitating Russian disinformation. Isn't that everything you just heard the media trying to say about Tucker Carlson? Dismissing his integrity, saying that he's desperate, he's looking for clicks. No. But comments made by U.S. Secretary of State, Deputy Secretary of State, Victoria Newland in March prompted further suspicions when she appeared to confirm the biological program, saying she feared the labs would, quote, fall into Russian hands. China's foreign ministry spokesman said that the U.S. must explain its activities and called on it to stop, quote, single-handedly opposing the establishment of a verification mechanism for the Biological Weapons Convention. Look, there are rules, right? And obviously China and Russia did not think America was following the rules. We're certainly not following the rules if we allow Iran to develop nuclear weapons, right? What is going on? China's foreign ministry spokesman said, as I stressed again and again, the U.S. conducts more biomilitary activities than any other country in the world. Moreover, the U.S. is the only country opposing the establishment of a verification mechanism for the Biological Weapons Convention. Really? The international community has long had concerns over this. Recently, Russia has further revealed the U.S.'s biomilitary activities in Ukraine and raised clearly that the U.S. has violated the Weapons Convention. 
You know, it's that moment when you realize as you look at everybody else and you're like, man, that government is jacked up. Can you imagine living over there? Like that guy is such a tyrant. Or can you imagine having Jacinda Ardern, that horse face witch from New Zealand, being your person in charge? Like, ugh, can't imagine. That would suck. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, we're dirtier than all of them. I mean, let's not let's not forget, as Hillary Clinton wants to come out and point fingers and be just a toxic snot. This is the woman who, with the DNC, concocted, agreed to, paid for, and spread the idea after they wiretapped a sitting president of the United States and couldn't come up with any dirt. They paid to freaking manufacture it. Look, there are good people, and then there's everybody else. And if you're part of everybody else, we're coming for you. Because this is enough. We saw what you did with the stupid virus in Wuhan and your lame-o excuses. All of the twisting yourself in pretzels to try to cover up your lies, which were so freaking stupid. And do you expect us to ever trust anything? I believe nothing anymore. And that is the tragedy, and it's also the blessing. Because when you're awake, you're in charge. You see what you want to see, what you're willing to see. And the more you see, and the more you know, the more free you are. Already coming up on hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. And I'm going to say it. Keep on voting to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Keep on, House Republicans. Do not stop. Because he said something yesterday. That is unforgivable. Alejandro Mayorkas did. Why don't they care about the families of Americans who've been killed by migrants? Goes against the narrative, friends. We don't, though. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio.